Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Talk. You know what time it is? It's time for raw impressions. <laughs> Guess what the theme of this episode? Guess what Lou and Adele have cooking this week? It's an episode about time. Oh, time. Time. Keep talking about time passing. Keep talking about time for the very, very special thing going on. I, for a track man, am going to be doing lead vocals on a famous song oh about time. Is this song really famous? It's Steve Miller song. Was it hit? Fuck no. It's not that Pink Floyd song either. The, the Pink Floyd song I think he's talking about is on um, Dark Side of the Moon. What's it called? There's a song called Time by mm. Pink Floyd on Dark Side of the Moon. It's one of the most, the best-selling records of all time. Mm-hmm. I bought it when I was in middle school thinking it was because it was the best-selling record of all time. At that point, it had been on the top whatever 100 album list forever mm-hmm. i thought it would be a really good record so i bought it and it came with a sticker is that the one that has a triangle yeah yeah is it's got like the prism on a, a it prism and there's a rainbow yeah, am i prism. making that up is there a prism. rainbow hitting it prism rainbow same mm-hmm. thing oh dark side of the moon mm-hmm. classic pink floyd record i there's a song called time on it i have I don't remember how, how it goes. It starts with a clock like that. It goes tick, 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 tick. And I think then the alarm goes off. So Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. What do you think of that album? Can I be perfectly frank? Please do. Get I don't raw. Li- I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it. I didn't like it then. It actually was a good segue into punk because when I heard The Clash, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds like music. Mm-hmm. That sounds like music I want to hear. Music for you. Yeah, it's not clean. It's not because Pink Floyd is. It's very clean. Mm. Um, I probably would know songs off of it if I heard it. Maybe I'll put it on today while I'm working. You I might like I it. I don't know if I've ever heard Dark Side of the Moon or you know. People have. I mean, not that they've ever left Pink Floyd's side. Not that they've ever let go of Pink <clears throat> Floyd. It's kind of like the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. Just keeps growing and growing. Um, you might really like it. There was a guy that I thought was cute in high school, and it was kind of funny because I was a senior, and he was a sophomore, and uh, I loved it when guys had names that were kind of like their Irish nickname. His name was Patrick, but he was called Paddy, P-A-D-D-Y, mm. and I just thought that was so cute. And uh, his bedroom, he had a big 
poster for... You saw his bedroom? I did. We never dated or anything, but uh, we were in, like, band together. I was, you know, in the... Maybe I was a junior. I don't remember, but we were in marching band together in high school, and I was not a musician. I twirled the flag. I was a, a color guard. But anyway, he was a, he was a percussionist, I think. <laughs> this is getting a little muddy, but anyway, Patty had a big poster... I don't know, I think we were just like hanging out, listening to music or something, but it wasn't... Just you two? Mm. You and Patty? No, there might have been other kids like just hanging out after school or something at his house, you know. I'd like to move on from Pink Floyd. I feel like that... Um, <laughs> You've checked that off? I've okay. checked it off. Uh, Four Track Man was saying that it wasn't Steve Miller because there's that... Time keeps on ticking, ticking. I like slipping. Steve a good song. It's time keeps like on slipping. I like an eagle. Dang, so good. Yep. Um, so anyway, I guess uh, Four Track Man's going to sing a song a little bit later. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were in negotiations Time. about it. Uh. I, in the end, I decided he was he was uh, the best. Rather than me, I had a hard time. You'll you'll see what song it is. Yeah, I was going to say. So you actually handed the baton to Four Track Man for lead vocals. I did. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I didn't actually hear this because you were all squirreled away in here. Was it yesterday you were doing your vocals? Mm -hmm. And I was busy downstairs. I uploaded a bunch of stuff to the Barlow Family General Store. Cue that song. The Barlow Family General Store. Knitwear, music-related items, and And uh, it's basically me using up uh, all these scraps and things like that, knitted swatches that I've collected over the years. So it's they're all things I've made. It's not just stuff I've bought. It's all from me and my little brain. But I kept all these like sample swatches and trials in a big bin. I have hundreds of them. And so now I'm putting them, I'm stretching some of them in embroidery hoops and making them like little wall hangings or ornaments. And Anyhow, I uploaded ornament time. A, ornament time. I, or, I uploaded a bunch of those to the Barlow Family General Store. Go check them out, and I think they're super cute. You know what I've been doing? Oh, so anyway, that's why I didn't hear you because I was real busy downstairs, and you were busy upstairs. Well, let me tell you what I've been doing. Tell me. Other than doing what I did yesterday with this mysterious song that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to learn a bunch of Dinosaur Junior songs I don't know. Heck yeah, you do. From Where You Been? The album is, is that, called Where You Been. I right? believe it's the most popular Dinosaur Jr. record. Is it? Mm-hmm. I well, think so. Well, that's exciting for fans, then. Yeah. it's People are excited. All these shows are sold out. You're We're, doing a Where You Been tour, basically. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, huh? Yeah. And uh, I'll be perfectly honest, I'm not totally familiar with most of the LP. Mm. Well, Although you didn't I, play on it, so that's no, that's understandable. Nope. And you don't play every song live, typically. No. You do play a couple that you already know there's really a, well. There's a, there's a pretty large bit of Dinosaur Jr. history that I'm not familiar with. Right. And well, that sure. Murph is actually not familiar with because he wasn't... Neither of you were in the band at the time. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, think, I think Murph did play on Where You Been. I'm not sure. It's mm-hmm. a little cloudy. So, but I have to learn these songs. And I really, I was like, yeah, it's cool. I thought that October was going to be this month where I just locked in and did my own stuff and you and I just work on the podcast and stuff like that. But then I had this realization that I really, really need to lock down and make the Where You Been stuff as good as possible. Yeah. Which means um, I am not the most 
gifted musician. I have to learn things by repetition and a lot of, I just have to do it over and over and over again and really inhabit these songs. It takes me a while. So I realized that I'm going to have to actually put a huge chunk of October, devote October, mm-hmm. this sort of, because now I feel like I lost the first part of October mm. to, we lost it to COVID yeah. and we, and other stuff. So I've constructed a new month or I'm come, I've come up with a new month starting now mm-hmm. with this podcast today. This is October. I like that. And at the end of October. I will be going, that's when the shows start for where you've been. I hear you. I feel like this fall um, got pushed back for me as well because of your COVID, then my COVID, and I've been waiting on some test results. So everything felt very on hold. And um, I will share quickly with everyone that yesterday I received very good news Uh, I do have a cyst in one of my breasts, but it is benign and no intervention is needed. I am okay. So I'm very grateful. They really worked those tits yesterday, didn't they? (laughs) Really worked it. I got really checked out. Um, Felt up. You know, well, they really, I mean, listen, I appreciate the care that went into making sure I was okay because I do feel like in a lot of women's healthcare we're sort of like brushed aside or blown aside and there's not a lot of like research done but since breast cancer is so prevalent they've kind of had to like learn about it and thank goodness so they're very they're very cautious and they do a lot of tests and um now can you can you share with them you told me yesterday that almost the whole room everyone who was examining your breasts when they found out that it was it was not a problem mm. that everybody got emotional yeah it was like a, a wow a collective we all sort of collectively sighed and and uh the um ultrasound technician like grabbed a tissue i grabbed a tissue <laughs> really it was just it was a you know I, yeah i mean and it who knows what the future will bring all i know is today i'm okay and i'm very grateful and um so that's it you know and i had a lot of people reach out who've you know had um double mastectomies and you know uh people who just also been through this weight game and it's it's so hard and so i just you know send all my love to everyone going through that because gosh it's a lot to carry you know so anyway, thank you for all the love and well wishes, everyone. Yeah. So you were you were at your appointment yesterday, and I was I was working on on the song. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> some people run. Some.
Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thank you very much. Um, it was my pleasure to sing this song for you. This beautiful song, this timeless song from the Pozo Seco Singers. Circa 1960... 60-something. Early, early 60s. Early. Yep. Four track man, that's his his debut lead vocal. I thought he did a great job. I could have done without the whole thing at the end. He's a um he he really I don't know. I thought it reminded me of uh <laughs> if like John Denver lowered his voice or something. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, it had like a John Denver esque feel. Yeah. I, I kind of felt like I was frolicking through some wildflowers in the mountains i tried to do it myself and i just didn't feel like the the tenor Mm. of my voice really matched the song i didn't feel like i could pull it off so how much do you adore that song i love that song so much Mm -hmm. Uh, this uh when we when we merged record collections Mm -hmm. uh god when was it 11 years ago now Mm -hmm. um you had quite a bit of your parents records Yes. And we we went through the records almost we went through a lot of these records 
was I think we had just discovered, or I had just discovered Instagram. So I was doing posts of, of did, us listening to Did you to know this song before? No. Oh, no. I, I had... No, wait a minute. No, no. Or did I? Or because were we like drawn in by the cover? I can't remember. Oh, no, we were. We listened to the record first. Mm-hmm. We did hear it because I was like, "What's this?" Because your parents have all these all these uh, folk records from the early early sixties, just before the rock and roll explosion. The British mm-hmm. invasion. What happened with the, the rock and roll? British invasion. It wasn't the, the rock and roll. All of these the uh, hipsters that were playing folk music, like Bob Dylan, um, and then all of the people around that. Um, they became rockers after that. Like the birds were big folkies. Um, even, um, this, my favorite band, the music machine, Sean Benowell, the leader of the music machine, he was also a folk singer, but when they heard the Beatles, they just immediately changed everything. Hmm. So there was this period in the early sixties of this sort of really political folk music that was being played by young people like hipsters, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, who played, you know, various, uh, you know, acoustic instruments and uh, the Pozo Seco, Seco singers are definitely part of that. Were they a family? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe there was a couple, couple of brothers in there. I yeah. don't I don't know the history, but um, I do know that when we... And then we well, found that song on the so record. You, okay. And then when we moved here uh-huh. to Greenfield, we listened to WIZZ all the time. Yeah, Wiz Radio. Awesome awesome am station that that played like all the hits from like the from the 30s a perfect station actually it was great so good they played all this all this hit music it was hit you know top 40 music but i wasn't really you don't know all the hit songs from the 40s and 50s and Mm -mm. 60s and this uh station played the deep cuts and they played that one day and i lost my mind Mm mm-hmm Sounded so good on AM radio. So good. Yeah, I um, I adore that song. And I think, uh, it, it, I wonder if it's even in like my top, hmm, I don't know, 20, 30, like favorite songs ever. Hmm. It's a really good song. Well, I wanted to do it right. Um, and I didn't have a whole lot of time. Time. Uh-huh. God, this Oof, time, time, time has become... Such a, uh, not become it is, we're always talking about time, mm-hmm. how, how fast it goes, how the kids grow up quickly. Mm-hmm. People- Izzy's two front teeth have finally started to descend from her gums. <laughs> and uh, we, I started to wonder if she was never going to have her two front teeth. But yeah, I thought of that too. I was like, wow, she just could have two. Like, are they just going to live up there forever? And then next thing you know, these two big front teeth are starting to pop out her smile is starting to change and she's just getting taller and just reading signs as we're driving to school it's like wow this person who couldn't read is now reading and oh time yeah so it feels like we're racing into the holidays already I feel that way. Like before you know it, it's going to be Halloween and you're going to be then leaving to go to London to play those Dinosaur Junior shows for where you've been. I really wish I could be there for that. That sounds so fun, but I I can't. I got to hold down the fort in Greenfield. Um, they're doing like six or seven shows in London, I think, for where you've been. It's a lot of work because we're going to have a guests too know, at I each wonder. of these shows so i kind of don't know who the guests are when the guest I wish kevin sh- comes down i bet he will kevin I, shields i assume he will um yeah. 
come over from Ireland. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's a those shows we we did it for the first album. Mm-hmm. You know, eight years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a lot of work because we have all these guests. Oh, yeah, I was pregnant with Izzy. You were mm-hmm. pregnant with with Bang Bang, and um, so the days are like long because we'll get these guests that come in, and then mm-hmm. we have to learn Sound songs check with them with the guests. Yeah. you know, which does entail sometimes learning songs, mm-hmm. all new songs. And uh, so... I think I got to meet my most famous celebrity during that time. What was that? Norman Reedus. Oh! <laughs> the walking dead guy. The hot walking dead guy. Was, <sighs> can I... Norman. I think I can say this, right? What? He was hot for you. <laughs> he told you you smelled good. I was, I was like, whoa, Norman Reedus is like sort of hit. I love that. This is before sorta. he's with his partner now. My God, he was not hitting on me. He was just being really... He said Cute. you smelled good. Yeah, he did. That's, That's like... That actually happened. Yeah, he said you smelled good. And I mean, Adele, <laughs> look at this. He even invited me to go down and see him on the Walking Dead set in like yeah. North Carolina or whatever. And I was like, huh, here I am pregnant. <laughs> sure, the, Norman. Probably the best time to have an affair. <sighs> Probably the be- be- best time to have an affair would God, be he's cute. when you're pregnant because uh, like... you can't get pregnant when you're pregnant. <laughs> That's right. It's full on. Uh, but yeah, he's a Dinosaur Junior fan. And so maybe maybe I can follow up with him if he comes to the, the shows in, yeah. in Brooklyn in December sure. and be like, hi, Norman, now you've got a baby. Here's my seven-year-old. How's life? Do I still smell good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure I'm there too. Yes, you'll be there. Don't yep. worry. Don't yep. worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't he not on that show anymore? I have no idea. Isn't he dead? I don't even know if that show's still on anymore. I don't know. I couldn't. We, you and I watched that show before you had Izzy, mm-hmm. and we were watching, and I found it like terrifying. <laughs> I found like every episode like this just epic, sorrowful journey, and I've. I've explained this before, and I was talking about it with you a long time ago. It's like when I had kids, I immediately had zero tolerance for that kind of mm-hmm. like just dra- violent dramas. I'm like, I can't see scary stuff. Yeah. yeah, I can't see people get shot in the head. I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even see the zombies. I'm like, these they used to be people. I, I can't. I just <laughs> cannot zero tolerance. But you, before you had <clears throat> Izzy, you had, you were like, bring on the fucking blood and guts, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> I did have like a little bit of a horror, like movie sort oh, of streak totally. in me. Um, no, that was our couch time. I'm like our couch, and I would be like <laughs> literally just these deep, deep, cold sweats, like from this, uh, just the the terror. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a metaphor. The zombies is just, but it's yes, it's it's scary. You know, it can be scary, but I can't I can't watch a lot of that stuff now. I mean, it's um, I can't watch anything where, yeah, families or kids are like hurt or women. I don't know. I yeah, I've narrowed it down. Now I'm just basically watch Virgin River, and I'm just waiting for you to have some free time so we can binge season five of Virgin River. We got to find out who's the father of Charmaine's twins. I'm down. Someone just pressed our doorbell. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I think it, you know what? I think it was our order of who gives a crap. Hey, feel free to sponsor us, guys. You know, that's for toilet paper, everybody. Yep. <sighs> and they're zooming off. Now I can hear the there truck zooming the, away. Have you ever heard the term 
clowns in brown. No. This is uh, it's what people I was working with this record label in San Francisco, and they referred to the uh, the UPS guys as the clowns in brown because they're brown uniforms. Yeah, although I've always why are they clowns? I know it's like that sounds clown. mean. It sounds a little mean because I've always I I like it. I like their little uniforms. Sometimes little brown shorts um, in the summer. I love uniforms. So, and clowns have a uniform too. That's a uniform. Well, they called them the clowns in brown. I, I'm. They're which, not clowns, man. That's no. a fucking hard job. I'm into UPS. Hell yeah. They just delivered something to me. Thank you. They delivered toilet paper to us. Probably. Yeah, I'm psyched. I love UPS. And I love uniforms. <laughs> you know. Uh, like the post office, UPS. It's cute. Um, I don't know. What else? What's happening? <laughs> have we lost? Is anyone still listening? Anyone? Let's see. What else have we covered today? <laughs> no, I'm coughing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Keep that in because it can't just be my coughs all over this podcast. Oh, my gosh. So, yes, Lou's rehearsing. He's got to zip out of here to head head down to Jay's house to go do oh, some I gotta go. I got to go now. You got to go. Okay. I do. Okay. It's a uh, ten thirty-five. Okay. I and it takes me twenty-five minutes to get down there. Mm-hmm. And I want to be right on time. Absolutely. I want them to know that I'm down. Be on with, time with where you've been. I'm down. I'm psyched. I get to see it. Well, I'm definitely going to try to go to Brooklyn for a couple shows. Um, don't know when, but you'll be there a long time. So I don't know. Go to one of them of them maybe we'll see you shared a really yes it was our who gives a crap delivery i just got a notice i'm a little watch um you shared a funny post on our sub stack which actually it, it triggered a lot of like really kind and thoughtful responses from people i think that you were just trying to be kind of like funny you were responding to a pitchfork review that from was given t- 20 years ago. From 20 talk, years ago. Talk about time. This is a big yeah, thing about time. Time right. has been a, a concept this week because mm. I realized, wow, it was 20 years since I released the new Folk Implosion record. The, the ill-titled, the, oh, the, the amount of like sorrow and sort of regret from this album, calling it the new Folk Implosion. Hmm. And the band was not the Folk Implosion at all. It was an entirely different band. It was a different band who are all wonderful people. It's just, it was not the Folk Implosion. Yeah, and now that I'm that I'm doing the, the Folk Implosion, which is another thing I have to work on. That's just you soon. and John Davis. That's another piece of time that I need to devote. Right. To really put the final touches on the record. But um, mm. anyway, so I did that. So it's on the Substack. Go check it out. Go check it out. Barlow Family General Substack. Arms <laughs> up. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that I, Floor Track Man, killed it this week with my performance of Time by the Pulse of Seco Seconds. Um, look, don't be surprised if I'm back singing more songs. I think Lou knows. <laughs> I think Lou knows now that I'm the guy. I've got the voice. I got the golden pipe.
She's getting carried away. She has very healthy confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll be hearing from me next week. I don't think they're. I don't think they're gonna fire me anytime soon. <laughs> that one. I've been thinking about it. Man. <laughs> what a great time. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for listening to Raw Impressions. And, uh... Indeed. Thank you, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.